This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. <laughs> Boy! Welcome to 90 for Chill, the podcast, and welcome to the complete C2E2 2022 experience. This is your host, Cool Movie Star. What we're going to do with this episode is that I actually recorded two half hours on the Podbean app, which worked pretty well, at least in terms of recording. It didn't really uh, get along well with the iOS 15.6 update. First episode was fine. That was done before my phone updated. And after that, it took a good two days to get the second day taken care of. So what I'll do is I'll talk about the third day and then we'll just play those two previous recordings right after that. So if you've been listening to the bonus episodes, I don't mind you cutting out after I talk about day three. Thanks again for coming to the 90 for Chill, the podcast, and enjoy. Little Hand says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. Why, hello. I didn't see you there. Get out! What are you doing sneaking into a guy's place? I'll call the cops! Hello again. Welcome to Channel Awesome's YouTube channel, where you can watch me as the Nostalgia Critic reviewing anything and everything relating to your nostalgia. But it's so much more than watching me as the Nostalgia Critic. You can watch me as Chester A. Bum on Bum Reviews, Dominic on Video Game Confessions, and my most challenging character, Doug Walker, in various sketches, vlogs, and review shows. If you don't like watching my face, though, I pity you, but also recommend a vast variety of other shows that we have, including ones that sometimes have my face in it, so you won't have to panic too much. Or if you want to check out even more people, you can check out ChannelAwesome.com, home to some great reviewers and comedic talent that are not me. But for not being me, they're pretty good. So search around and find what you enjoy. All are welcomed here, especially the elephants that are flying around my face. What is in this shit? those who have listened to the day two bonus episode from my c2e2 experience uh you'll be glad to know that i did get to talk to a doug walker the nostalgia critic from channel awesomes and was at least able to get him a a business card but uh more importantly bear with me a moment i just gotta get up and try to avoid skimble thank you for your patience we will get that edited out. This isn't me using an iPhone to record my podcast. But as I say, Podbean, at least quality-wise, pretty solid app. And really makes me think, well, geez, they're just making it easy for the kids everywhere now. But as I was talking, or implying, you know, teasing, dare I say. It's a Tuesday tease. Hashtag Tuesday tease. I did purchase... A narrative feature the crew at Channel Awesome produced called Kick Asia or Kick Asia K I C K A S S I A. And I'm gonna. He said it was 90 minutes, so he doesn't list the time on the DVD art, but he said that, so 
And, you know, uh, I don't know how easy this is going to get. It's pro I would presume he's probably got it on channel awesome. So I basically paid for another Doug Jones autograph. But I got, uh, I'm sorry, Brad Jones and another Doug Walker autograph. I'm sorry. They do have the issue, and I brought it up to my older sister, that when they brought Stone Gremlins in, which is uh, the cinema snob Brad Jones, they got too many middle-aged um, guys who are, uh, well, let's just say they don't have the thick locks that I have. So I'm sure that's why I'm an anti-social monster. That's just uh, karma evening things out. Before I get much further, again, I need to remind you, this is 90 for Children Podcast. Sorry that it's not a movie podcast this week, but I kind of, well, you know, I'm kind of arguing with myself about how autobiographical these podcasts are really becoming. And the person that uh, Cool Movies Darth is telling their autobiography is Russ Stevens, and if you need to access this podcast via an Amazon Echo or a Google Nest, it's best just to search or ask play podcast by Russ Stevens. Again, I'm still proud that I'm the first Russ Stevens with a podcast. So, um, when it comes to Sunday at C2E2, I can't really say that uh, there was much excitement compared to the two previous days, and that's not really how it's designed. It's just that I gotta be the pack mule when it comes to getting the poetic critic and I out of our room on time. I suppose we had separate rooms, but uh, I still had to wake up so she could load my stuff, her stuff, into my room, and then I got to return from the con about after an hour of play. By the time I'm all up and at them. And really what I regret is missing the panel for our man, our, eh, sorry, our flag means death. And granted, I didn't really know the performers myself. I've been meaning to get to that show on HBO Max uh, just because I'm a big Reese Darby's fan. And somehow I get confused with Rory Schofield. I don't know. It's Maybe it's having an older sister named Rory. I just, like... I don't know. I mean, it confuses me with Gilmore Girls too, Rory and Lori. I don't know. I digress. So, but that was something I found out on Artist Alley that, by God, there's really way too much stuff to watch. And I'm not an illustrator slash uh, author. And I did pick up a comic, basically, the uh, gentleman. It's called Arsenic Lullaby from al publishing so definitely self-published but the guy just said do you have a dark sense of humor do you like dark stories so he handed me the book he pulled it to a certain page where we get a story about the foot fairy visiting a child after an accident and envying the tooth fairy so little twisted little humor gentleman was kind enough to do a sketch for me let me open the front page he doesn't have his name listed on the front and of course you're not gonna all right here we go all written and illustrated by douglas i can see why he just goes by ars by al publishing douglas paskiewicz 
That's P-A-S-Z-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z. So, yep, a real fun, cute little comic, which a very dark sense of humor. Not quite, um, I guess, quality, at least initially, of, say, your Daniel Klaus, but I think this gentleman is going right for the juggler, going right for the joke. And, you know, as a fan of comedians, I definitely appreciate that. So, uh, was there much more... um, action on artist alley this time around getting to just go there on my own no not really i kind of feel bad for dodging the writer of the roddy piper kilted avengers booth i mean he had foot uh sorry hockey sweaters for a lot other wrestlers because he's doing a lot of comic books based on our past wrestlers trying to sell me on a uh british bulldog davy boy smith a book uh, signed by Harry slash Davy Boy Smith Jr. So I appreciate that, but I definitely didn't have the money to buy another hockey jersey. And it's like Pop Funko Pops. I only came home with one this year, a Mark Hamill with a Joker outfit uh, on. So Mark Hamill's head, Joker's body, essentially. I wasn't going to pay $90 for the Luke Sky, the Star Wars one where, like, I don't know, that looks like old Luke from The Last Jedi. Just wearing young Luke's black garb. So, and that was, I can't recall which booth it was, and now I'm just thinking, ah, oh, should I have bought those? I mean, I've had all the Sailor Moon figures already. Should I have bought that Super Sailor Moon? Maybe I have it. I don't think so. And then there was another variant on sailor chibi moon so i don't know my only sister the poetic critic she's been hunting down pops for her favorite actors so she's pretty much got jeff goldblum all taken care of i don't know about peter capaldi so with that said funko can we get a kilted peter capaldi from ken russell's the lair of the white worm which is something you can read a view for it on 90forchill.com. It's uh, Early Hugh Grant. It's the woman who played the Wicked Lawyer um, who was kind of forcing Jim Carrey to take care of her in Liar Liar. And as I say, Peter Capaldi, Scott's dealing with a sexy priestess who sacrifices boy scouts like it's the my kind of insane like life force except this one not ken russell's best probably um i think he definitely kind of slipped in points in that feature but it's definitely a must watch i'll say that now i got again uh well no i think a three and a half star review is probably fair for it on my letterbox my letterbox is cm darth just you know as i say if i want to recommend something i gotta give it two and a half i think is what i try to do hence why like or if i'm begrudgingly accepting well it hits mark like twilight but it's crazy listening to uh screen drafts on the way back from morton i spent the night after uh driving from chicago we stopped in Juliet, so i could have raising canes chicken strips and you know what um 
they're definitely up there with uh, Chick-fil-A in terms of flavor. So with that said, that's enough to tell you we need more Raising Cane's and go intercourse the Christian chicken. I don't dig that it's a New Orleans scene. They were advertising uh, Joey Chestnut, Chestnut getting ready for, to break the Raising Cane's chicken strip challenge, but I digress. As I've always said, I think it's a fried chicken is an evil right-wing conspiracy. It's either from Kentucky. Thanks, Mitch McConnell. It's either from Louisiana. Thanks, McCarthy. And is it McCarthy? No, it's Jen- it's Kennedy who's the twat there. Um, you know, and gosh, churches. Oh, that's a little obvious. So, uh, what I did get to do panel wise on Sunday was I did get to check out the Rosario Dawson panel, which was awesome. She really loves doing these things. I mean, she's gonna burn herself out. She's forty three. Looks better than me. So. I'm not, I mean, I know, difficult to not pull that off, but I mean, she looks, still looks a lot younger than me, and I still get carded. I'd say, you know, one out of five times now. So I'm, I'm catching up. Somebody at my uh, job, as I'm taking care of their uh, return, you got gray hairs there, kid? I'm 42, man. <laughs> so. Um, I guess I just should admire it because, and it was said by, um, somebody at the Billy D panel, a black person. So I'm not appropriating too much, I hope. And I got another story about mom, like, oh, it's a big deal that Beyonce changed the word spaz, which again, I'm not, I think we're being a little resensitive with spaz, Granted, I don't know anybody who has seizures, so or and I guess any kind of spaz I have is because I've got over two dozen concussions. So it's not really my place to say, and I'm sorry to even say that. There's good podcast getting down and wordy that addresses that when Lizzo first changed her lyric. And bear with me a moment. Superman. Sorry about that little break. I had to unmute the Daily Show since we got to our moment of Jen. Um, I'm sorry, moment of Zen with the faces on Mount Rushmore just laughing off and actually feeling offended that Ronnie Johnson, doctor to Donald J. Trump, said that he was the healthiest president ever. So, um, honestly, I didn't. I kind of lost myself once. And we have Republican uh, Senator Tim Scott on. And it's like, sorry, I've seen his tweets too much. I'm just not going to let you whitewash the evil party. And I guess we can return the mom. So with at Best Buy, a black gentleman said I looked pretty good for 42. He was 43 and he looked better than me. And at the Billy D panel, a black woman told Mr. Um, Williams that you are evidence that black don't crack so it's I don't want to equate myself to obviously that it just kind of kind of feels a little good for the ego which is basically what tinder is up there oh geez I need to get up to Chicago I'm hot I mean might be a champagne five but Chicago seven um 
But with all of that, my mom was complaining about, oh, you changed the word spaz, but black bitch. And it's like, well, mom, you can't tell me how you can make spaz empowering. How can you make black bitch empowering? Well, mother, it goes back to, ah, it's just disgusting. So, good thing, um, well, I don't know. If I would have gotten the poetic critic since I was down in Morton for the uh, morning and half the afternoon to get on the podcast i could have avoided that i suppose but uh, the rosario dawson panel is awesome just because she is in everything she's dc animated's wonder woman for the most part she's in the marvel cinematic universe now since they're putting the punisher in there and i know she wasn't in the punisher and she knows she wasn't in the punisher she wants to be there though as that was the only netflix series she wasn't a part of and of course she's ahsoka tano and she's she really wants to talk that's what you gotta admire and for the most part it was a pretty well handled she did say that um the producers of ahsoka tano uh, i believe it's david fillion and the rest of Lucasfilm said that the first episode they completed editing was a religious experience. So that's looking great. So again, more content. I don't need it, man. I got to work a day job. So until I start getting paid for this podcast. And with that said, give me ideas. My handful of listeners, what would you do for a Patreon? What would you expect from a Patreon? Cause I think um, I think it's something you know. This is something I think now with discovering the Podbean app and provided that I don't hear too much garbage from them about recommendations, which hey, they've slowed down after I called them out. Um, you know, I might be with them a year, so it's easy to just come up with stuff. Then and now, what's worth five bucks? I suppose is what I'm asking. Otherwise, it's merchandising. With that said, my cats love the rough texture of the Spaceballs, the doormat that I purchased. So that's uh, coming out a winner there. Honestly, so, I mean, after Rosario Dawson, I can't really say there was much else to the con. Uh, For the first time, I've picked up one of those blind uh, prize boxes for about 50 bucks. I think this one came to about 62 bucks. Um get on them for just giving me the tax right away unless they just knew oh this mother lover is going to pay with a credit card so uh, and it feels like i spent less i don't know if that's necessarily true than compared to fan expo maybe just because it's one day fewer but again taz on aew i've got uh, aew dark elevation on in the background just really great at doing the i digress just like okay i said too much i'm gonna shut up and he just keeps rolling so i guess that's where i get my podcasting or maybe even my i think it all comes from well wrestling commentary yeah it uh you know i'm in my early 40s so bobby heenan was more of a commentator to me than he was a manager i suppose um I mean, he pretty much quit managing by 
the time I was 10. So, I mean, I remember all his work. And you know what? I really need to start carrying a cane around now that I'm talking about professional wrestling managers. Just, you need a prop like that. Oh, so that professional wrestling. I am officially Russ Hausen. Um, thank you, Dan Housen, for giving me the uh, chance to get your autograph and a photo or five. Thank you, Pro Wrestling Tees, for that. Uh, the only thing is, he didn't speak with the accent, so was he a cosplayer? I'm just glad to find out he's taller than me, because it's like, you know, with the success of John Silver, uh, Marco Stunt, Jonathan Gresham, being a legit badass, and that's how you add empowerment to a curse word mother, you kind of get jealous of these guys. Jonathan Gresham, I don't know if I can handle, but, uh, you know, I, I prevented myself from going over to Punk and, like, asking silly questions to get him. Again, I still have that issue that I sat by Punk watching wrestling, watching AAW in Chicago when he was, oh, when he ran off with the WWE Championship. So it's kind of like. It's just tough to ask somebody like that for an autograph. I'm now regretting not getting a picture with Lance Archer when I got that autograph signed. But um, I guess I was intimidated by the fact that the broker, the team wanted to sell a picture of me holding the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship, something that I have no business holding, I guess. You know, I'll stick to my classic FT. W title. It's got the winged eagle back like when ECW was just really knockoff belts, but oh, fun times. So yeah, Dan Housen was really cool and you know, got some cool stickers. Finally got myself a portfolio for all the 8x5, 8x11.5 art um, that I keep purchasing because I'm too cheap to go get the 17, the big stuff, which good now that i got this portfolio to put those in i got i'll have more space to do that so i'm looking through and it's like yeah i can move a few of them but you know have fun and gives me something to put stickers on i got way too many stickers but they're cheap and you want to help out these people who are doing what they love and again if it's not patreon i gotta go and make myself a booth so uh, just got to be more on guard and, hey, uh, you know, talk Gregory Carl or talk uh, get Michael Dubois out of northern Michigan. I do need to talk to him just because, you know, that stupid Kid Rock song, you know, singing Sweet Home Alabama all night long and talking about northern Michigan. It's like, oh, gosh, he is the absolute bloody worse. Uh, with that said. I haven't watched WWE yet because I'm still pissed off about Kane getting to announce the attendance after a women's championship match, which was a smozzy match. I didn't like that. And then, oh, we get somebody who wants to take away women's rights announcing the attendance. So, yeah, still insulted. If I didn't have to, I'd love to go and watch some G1 Climax since the Monday, but... I got to get to work at 7.30 tomorrow, so in the next few days. So with this going to be dropped at midnight-ish, so just an hour. 
I'm going to have to um, call it, a, call it, you know, wrap things up. But as I say, that is a good thing about Sunday just being the wind down show. And thank you very much, Rosario Dawson, for blessing us with your presence. Way too many rent questions. Can we? I, I'm sorry. Like when somebody said, oh, I loved you in uh, ever since Men in Black 2. Bad movie, but you made it worth watching. It's like, well, that's quite the compliment. And I would, well, no, actually, I was probably more enthused by Adita Manzel's performance in Rent, but. I uh, Rent's just such an awful musical. And, I mean, so awful. Like, the t- the main song from it, Seasons of Love. No, you got the title everybody's going to think of. Like, that's, like, just trying to be too clever. Like, I'm trying to think of a rock song um, that just sneaks the title in when it's like, no, just go with... Um, the the catch, you know. I'm sure Nine Inch Nails probably has plenty of those songs, but like, no, everybody remembers five hundred twenty six thousand six hundred minutes. So, you know, they could have made a pop song out of that, and who knows? Maybe they did. I don't listen to the radio. Two thousand six, though, I think I would have known because I'm still wrestling. So. Yeah, I mean that's where I got most of my musical taste, I suppose. So, so that's um, yeah. Um, so the uh, poetic critic didn't want to do her recap, and you know, actually, she was really there just for her um, boyfriend David, and I tried to be cool with them. Try really trying to push. I know he's a supernatural fan. The uh, new season of The Boys, and he's just, uh, I can't follow you. Like, oh, I mean, and we'll just leave it at that. There, he's he's a very um, reserved person. I could I could kind of see it even beyond like their similar traits. Let's just say. Um, I am waiting for my older sister to go full Cartman from the uh, Ginger Vitus episode with um. Geez, people who I'd say every one in three of them. Um, on the autistic spectrum who are high functioning they're smarter than us so again get the poetic critic a podcast we need to distract her so that's uh, so that's day three of that i as i say did buy a looksy box so i have aspirations of my own video game themed wrestling promotion at some point so i've been dying to get these question mark cube boxes so like dare i say we can have on a pull bring do on a pull matches right so let me open this up and see what i got it's supposed to be all nintendo themed very well constructed all right and i've got a ah from nerd block uh their canadian um monthly box a arcade block which is a springing chicken from legend of zelda all right just seeing that my screen's frozen up so who knows where it stopped Ooh, an 8-bit treasure chest 
with a foam treasure chest. Alright, cool, cool. So, I'm doing this not knowing how much is getting recorded. And, yeah, I know, we all love unboxing. So, I got a Game Boy Bank. That is that is cool. Got a Super Mario World 2 hologra uh, holographic. One of those... Uh, type hologram so that is cool and we got myself a tumbler well no just a cup but it's again uh game boy yellow before the color but plush mega man like with really coked up eyes now that is cool he's got his mega blaster on his left hand so that's something I might have to add. So biggest embarrassment was I did not uh, my had a fanny pack ordered for um, from Amazon for C2E2. It was a, um, I think it was Loungefly or I can't recall, but it's a Nintendo controller instead of duct taping a actual Nintendo controller to my belt. Because I have, and I just going through all my, uh, all the art I've bought, I have a couple of cells from captain and the game master and he's drawn with the his belt over his t-shirt so it's like ridiculous so that's what i was trying to capture all right coin box tivic wallet oh okay what is this and skimbo is just getting excited there's a box oh so it's a nice simple card wallet basically set up like the uh question box bot question mark boxes from super mario brothers the original so that's kind of what i was always trying to grab there were the they had a version of that like they used to be just the same that kind of design but i think uh maybe nintendo was cracking down on them the uh, brand of box is called a Luxie box. So hopefully, you know, with the aspirations of being a wrestling promoter, that at some point I will just be able to buy the boxes without all the uh, stuff in them. But hey, they say Mega Man's cool. The wallet is cool. The cup is cool. Um, yeah, and you know, the question box, the uh, treasure box is cool. Whoa, this is a high-end high multi-tool key ring. It's got the Triforce. It's supposed to have two screwdrivers. Yeah, I can see how they're supposed to work in a bottle opener. That's actually pretty sweet. Uh, so, yeah, the art on the bottle opener I have is worn out, so... That, that sounds pretty cool. And I got myself some artwork, a framed Legend of Zelda, just a nice little canvas print with, um, kind of looks matrixy, but it's just all greens and whites and blacks. So, <laughs> you know, I have a YouTube channel that's Cool Movie Star. I know I can post whatever I like on it now since I got it approved just so I could put cuter pictures of my cats on it but okay and we got a splatoon air freshener all right lemon scent and 
Super Power Star Memento Paperweight Exclusive. Oh, is this a blind bot? It's, looks like it's primarily European. Huh. I'm going to have to uh, open her up. So, I know. Great podcast content. So, we're at the 32 as I'm getting this all taken off, I suppose. Let's just go and wrap things up. So, here's all the formal stuff before we go back to day two. Because I figure that's the one that took me the longest to produce. So, it's probably the least listened to. At least the numbers indicate that today. Um, if you want to be on 94 Chill the Podcast, I don't have any cons or festivals until February when B-Fest is back. So, and I think C2E2's March as well. I think everything's course corrected to the traditional months. I don't know. Can't count on Fan Expo. <laughs> that's an attitude that's, uh, procreated this, uh, podcast. So, and I, you know, I really should look into, like, uh, C2E2 happened during Gen Con weekend this year so um with that it's kind of interesting what vendors decided you know what i want to go to a town with half the people of chicago and uh less than half the people of chicago and um not all the prestige of a read pop con and yeah i'm bitter about read cup read pop scamming me and giving him giving them my facebook info but you know not over but otherwise i can't say they did a bad job really got to work on the nightlight stuff i suppose but you know they're they're doing their best i suppose at least they're not trying to find ways to charge you wherever they can like so definitely doug c2 definitely dove wizard world running the original chicago comic con better than fan expo so okay lots of layers to this paperweight all right and it's just an invincibility star and yeah that should hold papers down so yeah this box ended up being pretty pretty cool so like the idea is i'll put like blue turtle shells what have you let you cut in line like a money in a bank briefcase that kind of stuff so yeah as i say we'll do pull matches right <laughs> or i might just hide bricks under the ring like oh you get a chair on this side or you can get a mystery brick so all right but we're gonna get back to movies until february so with all that said if you want to be on the podcast uh just send an email to russabus07 at gmail.com that's r-u-s-s-t-h-e-b-u-s-0-7 at gmail.com offer me a movie we can start with that it doesn't have to qualify necessarily for 90 for chill the podcast 90 for chill the podcast qualifications start at 74 73 to 99 minutes but there's always a workaround say like john wick qualifies because the film narrative concludes before the credits roll there's no post-credit sequence so it's obviously shorter than 100 minutes um or like you offer me the empire strikes back like jessica quaz did of second chance movie and i'll say well how about space balls so and if a franchise once a franchise is established after the first movie qualifying 
I'm going to just say, yeah, we'll talk about the entire franchise. Because that's, that, hey, you were able to get a sequel. You get to expand the world as much as you like. I'm cool with that. Which makes me a pussy, though, for not just saying, a movie people disagree on. I loved The Matrix Resurrections. All right. I think it did fan service right. If you didn't like the move, the the franchise, you're not necessarily going to like that. But it's a nice way to at least try to course correct, saying, hey, we kind of knew what you didn't like. So we're going to do all that without all this. And it's just a retread. But come on, who doesn't want to see Neil Patrick Harris as the bad guy with a kitty cat called Deja Vu? So. But traditional rules, 90 for Chill the Podcast. Offer me a movie, a theme, a director, an actor. Just sub-focus on material under 100 minutes from their perspective filmographies. And we got podcast fried slices of gold. So there we are. If you want to uh, talk trash about the podcast, you can do that at my Twitter account, at CatBusRuss. If you don't want to trash the show you know on your favorite podcast app give me those five star reviews and subscriptions i am more than happy to reciprocate it's all about fixing the algorithm for the little person so thank you again for coming to 90 for chill the podcast thank you stacia harden i did get to visit your grave today and you know i was in a good mood for the most part uh life is fleeting i'm not gonna say that but stacia harden is forever and she's always helping us out protecting those she loved and I just wanted her to know that as we come up on 18 years without her, she's still very much appreciated. I'm still trying to do you proud. So thank you again for coming to 90 for Chill the podcast. We're going to pick up where we left off with Gregory Carl and they live. And then we are going to, I, I got, uh, we're going to have to start getting back on to, um, people being on the show. So again, rustthebus07 at gmail.com if you want to be on the show I will work something out with you so I am your 15 seconds of fame thanks for coming have a good night can I hear a wahoo The following podcast is protected under the laws of the United States. Any attempt to duplicate, to redistribute, may be met with criminal prosecution, civil judgments, and the wrath of the tall man. And of course, this is 90 for Chill, the podcast. This is your host, Cool Movies Darth. So at least I've got those things addressed, which is kind of cool because I've had about you know, at least three drinks from Plant... No, I'm sorry. The Hard Rock Cafe and a sh- shot of tequila. Well, I should say two drinks and a shot of tequila from the Hard Rock Cafe. Very excellent service tonight. Uh, if I do say myself, some cool taxi drivers or at least... I mean, the first guy got us there pretty fast. But I had to explain atheism to him. And the second guy, you know, was cursing under his breath, cut through a... BP parking lot to and then pull a Yui on Clark Street. I I did not record whose dr- company they're driving for, nor did I dial three eleven. But it's fun just having a guy who's concentrated in his job, cursing under his breath, and listening to George Michael's. I tried to get the poetic critic to 
get my nudges to do a sing-along to Careless Whispers, but probably a little too, too much confusion. May have embarrassed the driver, and I'm sorry if I did that. So, day two of C2E2. Well, first, let me apologize to the Marriott Marquis on Prairie in near McCormick Place. Uh, they did have a refrigerator, and their shower is very nice, but... I ended up having to go to the Hilton property, which is a combination Hampton Inn, Homewoods, no, uh, Home 2, and um, Garden Inn to get snacks. Like, it's one thing for their hotels to be pushing those prices, but, you know, for the market across the street to be doing that, that's a load of bollocks. Like, no soda is worth $3.00. If you call yourself a convenience store or a grocery store. I digress, you know. Um, had Harold's Chicken, which is kind of weird that it's very much just low rent in, on Michigan Avenue. I mean, we're still, you know, McCormick Place. You got three pretty nice looking properties surrounding it. It's kind of, you know, weird to... You know, be ordering my fried chicken behind glass, expecting it and getting it turned to me. And it's either Pepsi or Fago to drink. I mean, interesting experience. The fried chicken was great. Um, they don't know how to apply hot sauce. I'll say that much. I got that more in my fries. And look, just give up on placing coleslaw in everything. Who in their mother-loving minds wants coleslaw? Just... You know, not asked, not provoked. I can see, like, would you like coleslaw? Yes. It's not working for me, but I can see it. So, you know, little things that get under your nerves, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I mean, the con went pretty well, I think, today. I was pretty much stuck on the main stage, so I did not get there until about noon. So I slept in, um can't recall what the first panel was so it wasn't a big deal to me sorry kids um i was basically just waiting for the billy d williams panel and uh that was until one o'clock so yeah honestly it was perfect timing by the time i got there oh there's a queue starting up well i'm still in line one and it's a panel so you're not going to get that uh, kevin smith fan expo experience that i had so Lots of fun there. Uh, Billy D. Williams is just a very humble guy. I mean, when you're 85 years old and you can still laugh at yourself. I mean, some of the questions and granted the host said, oh, I've been pretty much his escort for the last 25 years. I know the all the answers. You better have some good ones if you want prizes. And, you know, most of the good ones were just out there questions. So it tells you something uh, about how often Billy D. does these. But as I say, he's just a very humble guy. It's great to hear his history. Great for him to play Lando again and cheat at Sabacc with a little 10-year-old, I think. He may have been. And he definitely wasn't a teenager. So sorry if I knocked off a couple years from your age, Jacob. 
And you can see all my photos on Instagram. I'll probably end up putting them on Twitter at some point, but the Instagram is back to the days of me pushing my zombie professional wrestling screenplay, Main Event of the Dead, which you can still help me out with. I'm just looking to, you know, it's just a tough story, really, because I wrote it like this is going to be the thing that brings all my friends together basically Peoria wrestling and it's like oh no that's effort and you're expecting us to put that out no we'll wait for some hack like uh Joey Grunge or Ian Rotten I mean Ian's gonna run wherever he's gonna run but the fact of the matter is he's gonna run on his whatever money he can pull off so I'll give him credit for that but yeah like, Peoria Wrestling sucks, and I'll stand by that. Um, as I, But it's, um, so yeah, basically I wrote that script kind of with those guys in mind, and it's like, oh, that's cool. And nobody's, like, giving me any kind of feedback on how to get that out of, um, get it to a Kickstarter stage. I'm not going to be ashamed of shooting it in HD, which is what I got my cameras for back when. Like, I have everything to do it except a building and a ring. Well, of course, actors and, you know, but it's like, come on, it's a bonding thing. This is, this is, this would do more for Peoria Wrestling than whatever Ian, Alex, Larson, Norman, Conman, Calloway could do for the, for it. So, you know, if you're from Peoria and you're listening to the podcast, help me out, please. All right, so I digress about all that. Um, so as I said, though, Billy D, just, you know, it's just a guy who's um, 85 years old. And I don't know if he ever expected himself to be, like, so associated with sci-fi. And I can't think of another science fiction property he's done. He's just so iconic, though. And... I'm not going to say thank George Lucas for that. He was an established star by the time. Like, I think you would just say, after Alec Guinness, and, okay, yeah, mom will tell me, and Peter Cushing, Lando was the first star in Star Wars. So, gosh, I hope his agent got him some percentage points on Empire. Um, then the next panel was the two Inquisitors. Um, oh, gosh, I'm just feeling like a heel now. Uh, and I haven't even taken the edible yet. With that said, let's pardon the bag wiggling around. Let me get that taken care of. It's about uh, just after 11. I could be watching a Saturday Night Live leave room, but you folks are far more important. So... The uh, panel was Rupert Friend, who played the Grand Inquisitor. I don't want to... I want to say Moses Ingram, who played um, Third Sister slash Reva. Checking it out right now. Hopefully it's still... Yeah, I was right. Moses Ingram. And gods know I'm not going to get the little kid's name, but... Little Kid was a surprise drop, I'd say, two-thirds through it. And very professional, very well-composed, almost scary, if you ask me. Like, but, you know, 
I think she's got a good head on her shoulders if she's just, um, it's funny because I'm watching this and there's a woman dressed as Starlight from The Boys, which is really the only boys stuff I've seen. What is wrong with you people? Oh yeah, you're asking, how's Moses and Rupert going to get into the freaking Marvel Universe? Bloody hell, shag the Marvel Cinematic Universe, people. Wish it was under Discovery so they wouldn't make any more. Just give us a break, all right? I mean, let's just look at it this way. I was a kid, granted, but I couldn't get droids or Ewoks or the Ewok TV movies, which qualify for 90 for Chill, the podcast, if anybody wants to chat. They are on Disney+. Plus. Over the finish line to, you know, kind of push the hand of George Lucas to make his next three movies ten years prior. And even then, though, we still have, like, six years off. Screw this MCU stuff. Like, come on. Um, but, no, fun panel. Uh, it's fun uh, Fun to hear about uh, Rupert Everett. Uh, sorry, not Rupert Everett. Rupert Friend, you know, having the deal with Jason Isaacs, giving him a little heat over his live-action adaptation of his Rebels animated character. So, I'd say a lot of fun. You know, the only downside was a freaking cheese head. I'm from Green Bay, Wisconsin. He got the appropriate response. And my favorite, if I could be a Star Wars character, I would be John Luke Picard. Oh, come on. I had my Captain N cosplay on today. I should have pistol whipped a guy. Gosh, that's what would have happened if I ended up winning the Mega Millions. And I thank a co-worker for even feeding in on that campaign. Oh, yeah, I'm going to leave this job with some battery. Oh, yep, that's that's my severance package. And here's a bonus. Boom. Like, gosh, I got to get my buddy Tim on the show with that being said. <laughs> so, gosh, I hope he doesn't have much more time on his hands. I think he's at Gen Con, which is kind of weird that, you know, Indianapolis, yay! Come on, it's freaking Indianapolis. Like, Chicago is the same length from there as it is from Champaign, uh, Peoria, Moline. Let's, come on. If you're going to keep puritanical people in your government, you don't deserve cons. So, shag Ohio, shag Pennsylvania. Let's just, I'm just going to be upfront about it. I mean, Wisconsin, you're kind of cool. Um, and Iowa, no, 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 nah, yeah, nah. Okay, so there's your politics. Uh, to get some approval on my Twitter feed about uh, my uh, Captain and cosplay, at least. Um, you know, in a tweet basically saying, look, do your cosplay as best as you can. Meaning I don't excuse people who don't wear the right amount of layers and i will say this the cosplay looked a lot better on saturday than it did on friday so you know um man that's a lot of bum but hey you're you're presenting it correctly so but you know i complain and it's like well there's not a lot of chun lees and there's not a lot of camis so Come on, people, get pumped for Street Fighter Six. I guess is my response to that. So, And the uh, third panel 
was Michael Rooker, who I got some video again on my Instagram, and if I didn't mention it, it's at Main Event Zombie, at M-A-I-N-E-V-E-N-T-Z-O-M-B-I-E. Again, tied to Main Event of the Dead, maineventofthedead.com. Uh, and I do at least have the 20-minute clip of the moderator trying to show Michael Rooker how you fence, and... Granted, it was a 20-second clip. If I would have waited another 30 seconds, we could have seen Michael Rooker show how to defend yourself against the man with the banana for my Monty Python fans out there. Life of Brian qualifies for 90 for Chill the Podcast. So does Holy Grail. I don't know about Secret of Life, uh, the meaning of life, I should say. Um, Or, and now for something completely different. So... But again, we got a lot of stuff we can chat about. And if you do, just send an email to rustabus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-0-7 at gmail.com. And as I said, you know, you just offer me a movie and I'll figure something out. Preferably, though, come up with a movie, a theme, a director, an actor. Keep the material under 100 minutes. And let's just say material as a narrative. As long as it ends before the credits roll i will count it as long as it ends before 100 minutes before the credit rolls if the credits roll and then there's it pushes over 100 and then there's an end credit sequence oh bollocks to that movie but again i'll figure out how to chat with you so michael rooker very cool very reserved um i think he really was uh, self-conscious of that he's trying to develop an irish accent for his next role and i think he's doing pretty well with it so we had fun little um linguistics lessons i suppose about how you have um british actors who you know they do the american accent usually better than fudge a lot of americans but if they fail at the accent, it's because they can't pick the right American dialect. Like, you'll have somebody talking like they're from New York, and then, you know, don't you know? And there you go. So, and Michael Rooker has to deal with the same thing. I can't, and gosh, you know, it's almost like I wish we had the kind of accents they had over in England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales, just so... I think we'd be a lot less judgmental you know, until we get a foreigner who's going to speak an accent that indicates he learned the language secondhand or his second language. But I don't know if that's human nature. Like, it's kind of like, I mean, white people are just stupid when you stop and look at it. We all started as Africans. And then, like, you know, the ideal setting, that's the closest thing I would say to the garden of eden and then like we went to deserts and then we went to europe then we went to scandinavia like whoa 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 is conquest that important getting a place for your own like i think they had it right to begin with which again makes our genocide so much more embarrassing like no reminds me i gotta watch prey when i get home that's been the talk of the con and twitter but again digression so uh, Michael Rooker, for the most part, kept his answers short and, you know, disappointing people that way. But he's a show, which is why you, like, I was kind of worried. Like, are we going to get Michael Rooker, the crazy guy, 
who just runs around the with his microphone talking to people and screw the moderator. Now he's a little more professional until the end where it's like, all right, I just want to get as many questions out of the way. Yes, no. He's very one answer, very concise. How can you not love the man? And, you know, uh, the DJ, you know, warming us up. And it's like, again, that Green Bay guy. And then like, oh, at one point he's playing uh, Bang on the Drum. No, not after that Green Bay guy. I don't care if you're remixing it. No, this is Chicago. It's all about the Bears. Um, but, you know, got a little love for my note, you know, saying like, no, because we had another guy trying to pump the crowd up by talking about, um, you know, come on, let's sing along to shout. And it's like, nah, nah, yeah, nah, nah. The Bills haven't scored. I'm not getting up. So, uh, so Rooker was great. Um, I guess one of the questions though that DJ asked, like, you know, turn to the people next to you and give them the best Michael Rooker and, you know, tell them why it's Mallrats. And he said that after, like, he gave us a moment to ask people. And I did say Mallrats. And then I did tell that person, like, you know, it's great because that's the only movie that he's the big bad in. And then, you know, stopped and thought. And that means I haven't seen Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, which I do think qualifies for 90 for Chill. So Gregory Carl, I'm sure that's on Shudder at some point. So... Um, so yeah, then, um, it's kind of slowed down real fast, um, after those panels, uh, cause after the Rooker panel, they were clean out to set up for the cosplay panel and like, eh, you know, I got enough problems when I'm walking the con. Don't, don't get me judging um, people who really are dedicated to it. So... Yeah, I just went around Artist Alley, uh, attached uh, with my uh, older sister in tow, the poetic critic. And, um, you know, I'll just leave it at that. It's, it, there's, there's an anxiety about it, like, um, not about my older sister, just kind of like feeling kind of like I'm expected of something and nobody's giving me feedback. Um, so, huh, I'm not going to be as spoiled today. I got to wake up when my older sister wants to go to the con so she can load her stuff into my room so then I can turn around and take it my to my car accordingly uh, for the late checkout and all that. And, uh, I mean, I love her and she doesn't mean any harm. Um, but, you know, it's... She, she is a, it, it's just, you know, I guess it's kind of like, you do you so well. And that's truth about my older sister. So, you know, teammate, it takes a little work. Like, if you want a great co- podcast from us, I think it's when I get her in a uh, mellowed out space just talking to her. She probably will say when I give her a goal for the podcast, like our um, Jim Carrey episode. So, and I think those are more her episodes. She really, somebody, she's got so many friends out there on the internet. Do a podcast with her, you know? I mean, she's definitely got the knowledge that I think if 
you got more charisma than me, and I know that's a challenge. Uh, the podcast, uh, getting down and wordy, said it is. I mean, charisma. <laughs> I don't know. My older sister, I admire because she does herself very well. She does her. She knows who she is. And, you know, people, she's confident enough that people have to deal with her. And I think we should all be that. But, too bad we're in a world of teams, unfortunately. So, yeah, hopefully she'll have her, she's updated her um, earbuds, so hopefully... I can just listen to this podcast since I don't know really sounds great coming off the iPhone these recordings on Podbean, but you know got to put them to genuine genuine speakers. So, uh, so yeah, uh, ended it with another nerd nose panel, and I think it is their last. They won't be here tomorrow, but this was their second uh, WTF Japan, which is just showing us the wackiest stuff. I like they took pride and they expected you to say I'm out when something when you got up to leave during the panel. Um, I don't think it was really anything too crazy or at least I could appreciate the craziness like um, the movie called Butt, a short film about a woman who ends up with an a spurned admirer's face on her ass. And it becomes homicidal. So it's a short, silent film. I think it works well. I don't think it's too crazy. They showed a bunch of the films from uh, the ABC of Death and Follow series. And they didn't show the craziest stuff. So what the fudge, nerd knows. Again, I'm constantly questioning their knowledge. Which I'll give the cab driver. Um, so I think I brought it up. We... Older sister and I went to the Hard Rock Cafe, and the first cab driver was just talking, you know, wanted to talk, wanted to, and then he eventually asked me, do you believe in God? And I'm going to say no, you know, and it's like, I don't want to go into how I discovered he doesn't exist, or he's not important, primarily. So I don't care if there's a God. Um, And my older sister is just doing her earbud thing, so it's kind of like, you just can't put them in. You want to tell her like when people are expecting stuff and that's what happens in cars. You got to give us the heads up at least. So, um, you know, the second driver was cool. He was cutting again through BB, BP parking lots, doing U-turns and Clark got us there. Same rate. Listening to careless whispers again. I'm sorry if I, uh, embarrassed him. I wanted to try getting my older sister to sing along. Very weird because I still mask up when I'm with people in enclosed spaces. So, and so does my older sister. And, you know, you just can't read lips. Uh, my cosplay was good enough that somebody asked to take a picture with me, which is cool. And, um, you know, she was talking about how she did her son up the previous year. So it was her, you know, let's say 11-year-old, 12-year-old kid. And, like, he was the guy who pointed me out, Mom, I found Captain N, which is awesome that somebody's watching Captain N. <sighs> I might have to suck it up and actually buy the bootleg DVDs. And what the hell happened to Muppet Baby bootlegs? Come on. We're talking 80s, not 
not this Disney plus bollocks. Um, so, you know, she was, the mom was telling, oh, the last year I did my son, like, um, Koopa from Super Mario Brothers, the movie. And like, nobody recognized him. I'm thinking, how the hell not? I probably didn't see him because he's a freaking kid. And hey, if you're shorter than me, I gotta ignore some people, people. Um, so, yeah, but then again, his mom said, oh, and this year he's Kid Icarus, and it's like, and we did, me and him did a photo, you know, a picture together, but it's like, you know, you're talking to the Captain N guy, and yeah, I know I want the 3DS Captain, uh, Kid Icarus game, looks like a lot of fun, I've seen all the spoilers on, uh, outside Xbox, cool English channel. Um, on YouTube, but yeah, no, I wouldn't necessarily think that, like, bone wings, I suppose, but I guess that was the point, Kid Icarus becomes a man, I mean, then gets the wings, kind of, yeah, it's kind of arbitrary, the wings in the original game. As a Captain N guy, I know the eggplant wizard more than Kid Icarus. All right, so... Yeah, and, uh, you know, dinner was good at the uh, Mary, um, Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, they really need to offer a little more sauce option where they're uh, Tupelo chicken tenders. Like, I get it. Barbecue and honey mustard. Who doesn't like either of those? And barbecue's fine, but when your breading is too sweet to begin with, I kind of need my hot sauce. So uh, I told my older sister we're stopping by Raising Cane's and Juliet for the... and. Um, Hence why we went there and to Hard Rock instead of, you know, appealing to my Cubs them and going to Harry Carey's. Like, I had said, hey, it's what whatever you feel best with. So, at least it wasn't sugar. And sugar's got some good food. Eh, it's got some... If they got a good chef, it's going to have good food. Um, their biggest problem is the prices are way too bloody high. And it's still the hot Kardashian influencer thing. And it's like, no, I don't. All, so it's super busy. I don't need that bloody noise. Um, so, yeah. So that's um, how uh, C2E2 Day 2 went. And as I say, you know, I can't really complain uh, about anything or the stuff I uh can com- really complain about is stuff I can't really I shouldn't really say on the podcast I suppose um at least if I want to listen to it on the road so um thanks uh for coming back to the show for this episode if uh this is the uh second episode you've listened to cuz I have you know been promoting the first episode today on um oh, C2E2 episode I should say on Twitter and the Twitter handle is at cat buzz for us. And if you want to talk crap about the show, I prefer you do it there. And, um, again, want to be on the show? Russbus07 at gmail.com. R U S S T H E B U S 07 at gmail.com. You can uh, follow what I'm watching on Letterboxd. And with the con season ending, I imagine we'll be opening that wide up. I just got to figure finish the boys season three. I'm halfway through that. So again, come on, like, are we just not giving Amazon love? Everybody's got Disney Plus. I has the MCU ruined conventions. 
you know, I don't know. Once the Crunchyroll is totally off of the HBO platform, maybe I won't have to do, you know, what I won't be able to really relate to anything. Um, as for conventions, I don't know if I'm a three-day person. I really... It's not the not the money, because that would just inspire me to spend the money faster if it was a one-day thing. It's just, you know... I'm not a social person. And, uh, you know, I did my best today, giving out just snide remarks whenever I could, like a ma, a kid bitching about taking pictures, and I said to a, who I thought was the mom, you know, hey, a kid these days who doesn't like taking pictures, that's a win. You know. It wasn't, it was close relatives, so hence, eh, we gotta go and appease the families. So... Uh, maybe I do need to start a family just so I have something to talk about. No, not gonna happen, but... And maybe that's what inspired that one cabbie to ask about my religion. So, um, so yeah. Um, I will, uh, do my best to, uh, record tomorrow, probably, on, uh, the, uh, Z1N1. Um, I don't know. I got all the heavy gear. Like, if it wasn't valet parking and, like, okay, I better get all my crap out of the car fast so this guy can take it. Um, yeah, I would have probably tried setting up a podcast room and I don't know. Maybe I, I really just got to go and get a booth. Maybe it's time for the Patreon. Um, you know, send me ideas on what you expect, expect back for $5 a month. That's fair. All right, so, um, but uh, you know what? I'm doing all right, feeling okay. Um, oh, when it comes to the uh, Marriott, you have to be able to provide snacks at all time, not this room service bollocks. Like, even the iHotel, we took the non-perishable snacks and put them behind the front counter, um, the front desk, so... Basketball players from the U of I could try breaking old NCAA rules. It's only a it's only a cookie. Why is that an NCAA violation? Because everyone in power in this country is a fascist, or if they are not a Democrat in Congress, yeah, I could say that. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Um, we knew what you were. Still better than Donald Trump. So, here's to the blue wave, though. Maybe we can finally annihilate these. Huh. But who knows? You know, I think back to Gangs of New York after the melee with William Butcher. Um, dying, did that get rid of the natives? Or at least the native idea? <laughs> I mean, gods know they'd be canceled now, but I digress. So, uh, thanks for Stacia Harden for protecting me, though, with all this wild and crazy stuff. You know, some people don't dig waiting for cams and will inflate time. But, you know... What was I going to tell my big big sister? You know what? It can't be more than two, three miles. We can make it. 
I don't have anything worth stealing on me. I don't think she'd want to do that as Belle cosplay, though. So, <laughs> I went and changed. But that is it, then. I will, um... So, the plan will probably be to just uh, release the third part on Tuesday. And then I will, like, just make it the... Add these first two volumes um, to the back of that. So, not going to make you suffer if you've already listened to episode one and episode two of C2E2, 90 for Chill, the podcast. Thanks for again, though, for listening. Uh, spread the word. And... I hope that that she'll be back. The following podcast is protected under the laws of the United States. Any attempt to duplicate redistribute may be met with civil persecution criminal prosecution and the wrath of the tall man and this is 90 for chill the podcast at c2e2 night one so the poetic critic is probably still uh celebrating or partying down at the karaoke since she wasn't at the channel awesome movies we all disagree on uh panel so that's two years she's missed uh we skipped last year's to go and see the mystery science theater 3000 live and what was that movie oh well it's kind of difficult since i'm using the podbean app uh to make this recording and it's going to be a one take thing i hope so yeah, it was a Paul Verhoeven, not Paul Verhoeven. Oh, sorry to curse that man's name or dare refute it. It was a uh, Roland Emmerich movie, uh, which just was made in Germany, English language. But, oh gosh, it was like avoiding all the pop culture, not pop culture laws, I mean copyright laws <laughs> being shot in West Germany. I mean, it's a real piece of garbage, and I would imagine that if you watch it, you just realize that Roland Emmerich, director of Independence Day, is nothing more than a hack. So it's kind of nuts saying that his best movie is probably Universal Soldier with Jean-Claude Van Damme. With that said, this podcast could use a lot more Jean-Claude Van Damme. But I digress. Um, I can always refer to Gregory Carl for that one. And I have a co-worker, or at least I think there's still a co-worker, uh, who's had quite the influence on the show, actually. Um, very much um, helped make Kodiak Thompson the nerd that he is. So hopefully I will, I mean, if anything, this just recording a podcast on my iPhone in the uh, Marriott, Marriott Marquis, which... It's a fine hotel. I like that the TV allows streaming. But then again, I would kill for a refrigerator. What are you expecting to do? I'm supposed to pay six bucks for a bottle of water. And 
right now we're coming up on the three minute mark and I should go and say that or just make sure we all know that this is 90 for Shield the podcast I don't know right now if I'm going to save them all up and release them one at a time or yeah I'm sorry all confused it's been a long day I was uh finished a nine day work week before going into uh C2E2. I had to drive after doing a 10-hour shift at Best Buy and had to drive to Morton, Illinois to pick up the Poetic Critic. That's the Poetic Critic on Letterbox to uh, drive up here. We left around just after 7 a.m. We probably both went to bed. I know I fell asleep before 2. The edible... You gotta be careful. Like I bought edibles that were pride month themed and yeah sativa man um very much an indica guy and i could probably use some melatonin so but again i digress i still gotta figure out what i'm gonna do for food i got a bottle of water that kind of drive kind of left me with uh no time or my schedule kind of left me with no time to actually pick up stuff in advance you know, it, it's kind of nuts. We really do need to get can at least a supermarket per 20,000 people, i.e. Walmart in Morton. Stay open 24-7. Um, yeah, to um, accommodate people who have to run late. Jeesh. And, you know, people who just don't like dealing with people. You know, it's all automated tellers anyhow. Not tellers. Tellers? Oh, no. Automated um, checkouts anyhow. So, again, I digress. So, I'm definitely a little worn out. And I got 19 minutes uh, before AEW Rampage starts. So, that's something I would say. They don't really seem to encourage a lot of nightlife in downtown Chicago at least at this convention or the wind trust arena like it's almost like gosh convention centers just suck in a sense because i used to work at the i hotel in the champagne which is right next to the state farm center this um mccormick place is right next to wind trust arena and i was kind of curious oh are the uh chicago sky playing today because it, it's nice. You could actually, I mean, how they designed that Wintrust Arena. It would have been awesome to see it from the outside back for uh, Revolution in uh, 2019. No, oh, sorry, 2020. It's very confusing because as nerds know, a uh, group that was big on anime today. So I don't know how much they know um, with their panels brought up the fact that C2E2 has not missed missed a year uh, because the last C2E2, the 2020 C2E2 just took place two weeks before Illinois shut down. And then, of course, we had uh, C2E2 last December. And I guess everything's course correcting now. So, but as for the con, my experience, um, well, read pop. Their app absolutely sucked. It ended up being a big con for them to get my Facebook information. So, you know, shag, freaking, good thing I'm sober. (laughs) 
shag Mark Zuckerberg even further. I mean, you could put shag on a movie poster in the United States. I don't think I'm being too offensive. And Lord knows, I don't know how much editing I'm going to be able to do with this. And gosh, I hope it's like phone is at least charging. I hope. Oh, I'll get the 10% notice at any time then. So yeah, it's, um, so, you know, I'm spending the first 90 minutes of this, uh, con. I mean, waiting for the first panel to happen that I saw, which was channel awesome. Um, just doing a panel to promote themselves, um, which was a lot of fun. A lot of silly questions in all honesty. A lot of people who pay a lot of attention to the channel, you know, for me, it's kind of like, uh, I'm going to hit their booth tomorrow in Artist Alley. So it's like, drop the card, try to get them on the podcast, or God's no, I could use the promotion. I mean, if I got to buy another autographed Nostalgia Critic picture, I suppose I can. If it's different, change your face, um, your headshots. Um, but yeah, so that's a fun little panel. The next panel I went to was, um, by the, uh, Nerds Know, and it was a anime panel, basically subs versus dubs, and we didn't really even address the, the debate. It was more of a history lesson, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's just more for me, it's like, you call yourselves Nerds Know, and you got your dates wrong on Transformers the movie, 1986, and how the death of Optimus Prime. There's a review for Transformers on 90 for Chill, the, uh, 90 for Chill, the website, 90forchill.com, and main event the dead.com. Again, digression. So, spoiler alerts for Transformers. The, so, what is it? Transform, the Transformers, the movie, which is officially a Marvel property. I think... Uh, Disney is happy. Shout Factory has that. Maybe even Paramount. Like, your main character is Hot Rod. Okay, this is right around the time They Live was going to go out. So, Judd Nelson, great pick. No offense, but it's like, no, the only answer is Roddy Piper. And I don't know why I gave a... what kind of freaking accent that is uh kind of um definitely not chicago but uh uh trying to combine canadian with uh chicago again i'm not an actor so i don't know if i can offer channel channel awesome anything but so yeah they got their years wrong on transformers and the Transformers, the movie, and G.I. Joe, the movie. The big thing is Optimus Prime gets killed in the Transformers movie to pass on the Energon, Energtron, eh. Basically, the idea is passing the torch. There we go. Nice phrase. And the Transformers, I guess I'm recommending it. I should go back to my letterbox if I haven't already put it down the letterbox is CM Darth and mark it up two and a half um but I mean it's Orson Welles last movie I believe Leonard Nimoy is your primary antagonist because they killed Megatron too I mean he's reborn but 
So he got it better than uh, Optimus Prime. I mean, they killed everybody. And yeah, that was entirely done just to sell the new toy line. So, and that's what they plan to do with G.I. Joe the movie. So they killed Duke. But what they were talking about, censorship and um, being a main cause for the worst dubbing is how they just dropped lines of dialogue where nobody off screen about how oh no duke's just in a coma despite he's got a snake spear driven through his heart and i don't think he would have had that much dialogue i would have really loved him to at least have a ruby rose john wick 2 moment john wick qualifies for 90 for chill the podcast anybody up for that and uh, there's a 10 percent battery message so let me try to do this again No, I think it's a power issue. It shouldn't be. I think... All right, now we got the charge. Okay, and I got 12 minutes before AEW Rampage. I am watching that show, so... Fudge everybody who says, Oh, that's not going to be long for this world, especially Discovery Plus. And with the Discovery um, merger with HBO... I don't really mind it. Oh, we're going to get less new stuff. Like, how could you go and cancel a 90 million movie that cost $90 million already with Batgirl? It's like, yeah, they got to take it to post, so they're not going to throw any more money at it. It wasn't their money that they spent initially, so can you blame them? And it's like, my older sister getting worried about the licenses, which could be problematic. They might lose Studio Ghibli. Granted, I've bought most of it, so I'm ready physical media forever that's a tattoo idea i'd like to get it's basically a vhs tape with just in the um title box just write sp for life standard play mother lovers (laughs) so um yeah so but it's a it's a fun it was fun um that that uh, panel uh as i say i just wish they would have gone and let us go a little nuts but I do a podcast, which is essentially a historic documentation. So let's tell the story my way. If they want to tell their story my way, I mean, their way, I can't blame them. And that was the next panel I went to was actually um, how Toonami saved anime, which it did not. And they were very clear that it did not. But again, they got their uh, facts, facts a little jumbled. I think Toonami may have occurred before the time warner turner merger but no turner already owned hanna barbera so basically toonami was started to push those shows and throw in a couple old classics um, which were initially voltron and thundercats so again it's just those little details it's like no you're but it, you know, basically, it's a good thing it wasn't a podcast because I'd be yelling in the car and I'd like to reserve my shouting and my car to cursing guaranteed rate field, which I don't, which has kind of been lame since one, I don't have anybody to appreciate me cursing a guaranteed rate field, but I don't even want to get into that alley drama there. It's bad enough I can't find any patches for her. 
um, for craft works that you can find at Allie's Accessory Shop on Etsy.com, which, not .com, it's on Etsy, Allie's Accessory Shop. Um, I do post plenty of links on the um, websites. I operate 90forchill.com and mainreventofthedead.com. Easy to find the shop, but yeah, it um, needs a little work. Um, so, yeah, but again, digress. And I guess the big thing, though, tonight was ending it with another, another Channel Awesome panel. So they don't have any more panels the uh, rest of the con. They got it all done tonight. I, as I say, I'll go and visit them in Artist Alley. Um, and basically, movies we all disagree about. And, you know, there were some bad takes. Like, oh, Willy Wonka is worse than Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because Raul Dahl was totally disrespected. Raul Dahl's a freaking racist. Like, I, I, I'll stand for For Your Eye, not For Your Eyes Only. You Only Live Twice. It's a racist movie, but it's James Bond, ninjas. I think I'd probably bring it up on the rest of the They Live podcast, which will come out, um, you know, soon. I, it, 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 I drop, I cut it off right at a great moment. So believe me, just stick around for that one. Um, so, I mean, that that was the worst take, I think. I wish I could have been a little more vocal, but th- these guys were definitely in control of what they're doing, the Channel Awesome guys. Uh, I really only know the Nostalgia Critic, uh, Brad, and um, the Cinema Stop. I watch a lot of Cinema Stop videos. I really think we should have focused more on um, Lloyd during the first Channel Awesome pod, um, panel. I digress. So I, but at least, I mean, I went up there and it's like, huh, you know, I can really talk about critics, I guess, because I think I'm good enough at selling about any movie to anybody. And I didn't want to get, do something boring like uh, Hail Caesar, where I had a coworker. So that's the only movie she walked out of. And honestly, late Coen Brothers movies, uh, 2000, I mean, right after uh, No Country for Old Men, pretty divisive, I found. I don't like A Serious Man, but it's not because it's not a good movie. It's just so freaking authentic. Like, the Jewish guilt is like, no, I, I'm... I think maybe I saw it when I still flirted with religion. I just didn't need that. Um, so, but as I say, good movie. I know I had a coworker who said, oh, Hail Caesar's the first movie I ever walked out on during i should say and it's like i don't know what you you just don't get it <laughs> freaking millennials what can i say <sighs> as the majority of my guests are millennials late late millennials they don't know what they're talking about got to be 25 at least i think for me to understand you <laughs> so Okay, better try to wind it down. So my movie that I offered um, was, and I guess, let me back up, like, the movie that I, like, really wanted to be more vocal, it's like, there was a microphone that wasn't being used that was right next to me. I know the juice was on. It had to be on. I could have just said, you know, about cats. Like, the fact that the special effects look like 
Buffalo Bill decided to make a suit out of felines instead of, you know, fat chicks. Or, was she a big fat girl? Yeah. Oh, that's that's another controversy. I don't know if I'll have time to get into it. I only got five minutes before, and probably less than that, because i got to find the freaking channel on the TV. All right, so, so the movie I offered up, because I know it was critically panned, and understandably why was Life Force. Um, as I say, the Cine Snob is the guy I watched the most, and he picked up on it right away. And I had to sell it then to uh, the Nostalgia Critic and the rest of the crowd, uh, except for a guy in the back of the line, like, oh, represent. <laughs> Good fellow, pink, pink, big pink shirt. Um, you know, just like have to, as I say, had to sell life force to these guys. And it's like, all right, naked vampire, rom- space vampire roaming around London, zombie apocalypse. Steve Railsback, I think was the name of the actor, but more importantly, is making out with Patrick Stewart at one point. I, it's just so batshit. It probably drove, it probably is the reason why Canon, the Canon group eventually went under. Superman 4 probably didn't help, but it's like, eh, it wasn't really their money. But not to say they had a lot of money, so. Um, yeah, so, you know, uh, Brad Jones, this uh, nostalgia critic, looked at it and uh, on the IMDb, you can put naked boobs on movie posters. Like the big thing about Life Force, and it's still like that because I'm tempted to buy, it's a shell factory. So why am I tempted? Just buy it. You have your digital copy already on iTunes. Because it's, again, it isn't They Live. <laughs> it's not a good, I mean, it's an entertaining movie. Can't really say good, but I love it and uh very english and it's toby hooper the guy who did texas chainsaw massacre which is a movie i do like to go and actually see again i got my holes i'm not gonna deny that so three minutes left so yeah uh otherwise the big thing for me was i sent out a tweet because i um addressing uh the marty and sarah crew marty marty and sarah love wrestling is their podcast great listen and because they talk about wrestling gear a lot, so and I think they've brought up the fact that oh, Ronda Rousey kind of looks sloppy because she doesn't wear pantyhose into the ring with her gear, and it's like, okay, you want sloppy? See cosplay with women who aren't wearing pantyhose. Like, I'm sorry, I've seen way too many curdled calves on camis. That's easy to fix. Pantyhose. I know the summer might be a bad time for it. But, hey, I'm just throwing that out there. And if you're a guy, again, bring up Bret Hart, like, as um, something they've talked about. The guy wore underwear, tights, singlet, briefs. Oh, no, so I guess it'd be layered. Underwear, singlet, tights, briefs. So he was not going to offend anybody on television person who would love to do that is mr perfect but this isn't a wrestling podcast but it's something you know i should bring up the gregory carl who's going to be the guest as i say i just don't know how i'm gonna get this all figured out and released because yeah i have monday off um to at least unwind from everything but 
you know, it's, I got to get back. As I say, I don't know if I'm going to have the coworker I was talking about. Um, some corporate bollocks. I hope he sticks around. Uh, we have both got screwed by banks. Busey in his case. So I'm going to hit, you know, Reed Pop, Busey, Marine Bank. I guess they're never going to sponsor me, but come on, Manscaped, make up for it. So, yeah, and, um, you know, Sarah Joy Shockey responded to that tweet just being very diplomatic. You know, no, just let the girls do what they want. Have fun. And no, cosplay is an art. Let's do it right. That's all I'm saying. Gosh, I had an argument with a girl on Snapchat that just doesn't watch movies. Like, real interesting girl. Just, you know, can't get her to commit to a pod. But, um, like, I mean, trying to... F- video game nut. Trying to find stuff. Like, well, I've seen the Tekken movies. Like, Gary Daniels. Kerry, um Hiroki. Kerry Fukuyama. Oh, gosh. Again, it kind of sucks that I just had the phone and I'm watching everything record, but I don't know. So, yeah, I'm just, like, we were arguing on Snapchat about, like, there's a right way to make a steak and that food can be art. And, like, I don't know. You can't win me on a take of, and that was a comment on my Twitter feed, like, this is one of the worst takes I've ever seen. It's, like, ah. <sighs> So, we're at 9 o'clock right now, so I gotta get to the to the wrestling. Like, that's kind of nice that there isn't, at least that got that going on for me. What am I gonna do tomorrow? I'll probably have to take uh, the Podocritoke off to um, the Hard Rock. But, uh, unless she's gonna go and find a cab and do sugar. Like, uh, it's too pretentious. Don't give me Kardashian-funded bollocks. Just because, oh, and you get a glass great glazed in icing for your milkshake, which you're paying $20 for. Like, yeah, so, um, yeah, otherwise, as I say, Repop is crap. The app was nothing more than a scam to get me to give up my Facebook information. So I'm hoping they do me a favor because they've heard about it multiple places now. And, um, yeah, so I'll do my Captain N cosplay tomorrow. I'm dealing with the fact that one of the pairs of shorts I bought lost a bump, lost the button. So it's like, oh, great. So not a big deal. I just don't like going Bret Hart, um, you know, with a... Because I primarily got tank tops. It's the summer. Um, and long, long, long pants, you know. Uh, I mean, I love, I'd like to get into my, uh, Hot Topic Stinger jeans, all black, classic high school Russ, but, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a frustrating, a lot of frustrations, and I think, you know, as I say, I'm just trying to wind down now, so, uh, hopefully Mance Warner makes things interesting, uh, beats John Moxley tonight to get a title shot, but, uh. Yeah, we will go from there. Hell, I might get to watch Battle of the Belts. So I think I'm making the best of it. So thanks for letting me look on the brighter side. Um, thanks, Stacia Harden, for looking after my ass. I mean, there's basically 10 days, no breaks so far, and probably another two. 
Um, but, you know, you're looking after me. I hope I'm in doing you proud. And I hope you're still doing the best for everybody you touched in your life. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I'm just going to patch all these together. Just play around, I guess, with Podbean. If this works out nice, the recording sounds good. We'll just go and, um, you know, they might have me for another year despite quit promoting Ben Shapiro and Joe Rogan. Their podcasts don't need it. I don't need it. Let's let's be responsible and not promote garbage. Because, you know, 70% of the people in this country know it is. So let's just knock off the rest. So... Uh, 90forchill.com. I guess I'm signing off right now. Uh, if you want to be on the show, send an email to russthebus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-07 at gmail.com. Just say you want to be on the show and I'll work with you. As for uh, my hot takes, that's at catbusruss on Twitter, at C-A-T-B-U-S-R-U-S-S. So thanks for um, tuning in so far. I'll see you And we'll see if this is a one-off or I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks.